Welcome back, people. You are tuned in to Tempo and Flow Music Industry Talks, part two with Sam Adebayo. Time flies when you're having fun, man. I always tell people the hour goes by quickly and you haven't even really touched on anything, but that's just how it goes, you get me? Let's wait for Sam to come back, get Sam in the mix. To a couple people that sent questions last time, send them in again, please. Let's get to it. But yeah, let's wait for Mr. Sam Adebayo. We're going to get back into this quickly, sharply, wherever he is. So he's like, looking at Sam. Let's see where he is. Let's get him back in. Um, time flies when you're having fun, you know. Oh, no, I know. Right, let's speed this through, though. Let's go through. So, Angel album, incredible. Yeah, man. Does its thing. And yeah. How do you then start to manoeuvre from manager of Angel into A&R? Because obviously, we've put on the flyer A&R is what you currently do. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Can you give us a snapshot of that transition from I'll, I'll make it i'll make it quick because i didn't realize we're over an hour right? so I'm <laughs> having fun, right? um so obviously i'm doing that obviously you have your your hits and whatnot and then um obviously you want to then transition to doing something different mm. um um and you obviously then you want to do something that's going to be a bit more secure as well do you know what i mean like you're growing up you're getting older you kind of want mm. you want something that's that you feel like I call this and and, and well, to take on a new long to come in. You know them <laughs> ones there. <laughs> so um um you want something secure, you want a new challenge and you want to be able to like work towards something um you know that's that's sustainable and, and just to build on your career, you know what I mean? Um so I remember I think it's just like um two 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 things that happened. I remember um getting introduced to the guys at um, Motown um, by my guy Shirav, big up Shirav. Um, yeah, and then I remember them being in town and then playing um, Zeke and Ethiopia, the music. I was like, look, check this out, blah, blah, blah. Like, they were like mind blown. They was like, this is ridiculous. Someone from the UK, like, da, da, da. they was like, look, we'd love to do something with Motown and Island Records. And I was like, yeah, let's get it done. We flew out to LA like two weeks after, and like the rest was history. They was like, "Yeah, let's do this. Like, let's try and work it." And obviously, at that time, it was mad. It was like not many people were were doing that. Yeah. Um, but then that's how I started to like get my links in LA. Mm. Hence, hence the name why these guys call me Hollywood. I still don't know why they call me that. But um. But um, yeah, so I them times I used to just go back and forth from LA, build my contacts, like just with everything I've learned in terms of like, cause that's when streaming started to come into play and all that kind of stuff. Do you know what I mean? So, mm. um, I remember um, sitting like sitting down with Ethiopia and Zeke, and they were like, oh, like apart from management, like what else are you doing? And I was like, oh, this is what I'm doing. And they was like, nah, man, like you got to do other things. Like you're talented, like. You've got eye for music and you've got air for music. So let's get into other things. And I remember my guy, um, Sherab, was leaving 
Freebeat where I work now. Mm-hmm. So obviously I just hit him on a whim and just said, look, um, I want to get into a and in Like, what do you think? And he was like, yeah, like, you know, you've got to have experience. I was like, come on, man, I got this. Like, I know I'll yeah, do yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So obviously... Sounds like Shiraz. Yeah, 100% sounds like Shiraz. And I was like, yeah, I've got experience. So obviously I've hit him, met my met my boss, who is my boss now, John. Like, he was like, what you what have you been doing? Like I, I told him what we're doing, who I found, who's hot at the moment. But and he was like, okay, cool. It sounds like you know what you're doing. And I remember, I remember working with John for at least like a couple months before he was even like, okay, cool. Like let me let's let's try and do this. And then even before I even got like my first paycheck, I was like at least six months into the job. But when the paycheck did land, it was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> the battle, the battle was sweet. But um, but um, yeah, it was just that he, he just he just kind of would just kind of like show me that the company, show me the different different ways of A and R and how it works. Like, because it's completely different from managing. You got to look at so many different other things. That like, being in obviously A and R and now, like I probably like probably should have said half the things I used to say to Ben. Now I want to look back in now and thinking, oh man, you had no idea that the pressures that is on the other side to yeah. like have the hit or deliver or you're spending too much money or why are you signing this act or what's happening with this artist? Just like, I mean, when are you going to deliver? So it was, a, it was a lot. It was a lot, a lot of that um, initially. But I think John's great because he kind of like teaches you through the industry and he kind of like nurtures you quite quite through and i remember i think my first sign was this group called like star one but it was like a dance it was like a kind of dance type slash urban kind of thing so i thought let me ease yeah. my way in yeah. really s- slow little small deal nothing too too big do you know what i mean let me let me work things in and it was okay it was good i had a track with like malik berry and I think make Bear and Shay, is it Shay Shay from Island Records? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So that was, it was cool. And then I had another tune with like Asha D and P Money that we put, and it was nice. And I remember being on YouTube one day, and then I was seeing this, um, I was seeing this, this kid Gecko. So I was thinking, wow, this guy's sick, wherever it is. Um, and then I remember seeing Semtex. Semtex is probably going to kill me, but I remember seeing Semtex in um, what radio? Um, Ready the Leeds. I remember seeing yeah. Semtex in Ready the Leeds, and I was like, "Oh, like how's Gecko doing? Like, um, like you guys got a, a sick one there, blah, blah blah." And he was like, "Oh, like we just put out his his last mixtape. Like that's it. He's leaving." So I was yeah. like, "Oh, he's leaving? I swear, down, that's crazy." Yeah. <laughs> Literally on the Monday, I'm like, "Yo, Vash, what's Hello? Gecko. <laughs> <laughs> what's that mean? You know that mean?" <laughs> I was like, "Yo, so what?" I'm so yeah, I heard, I heard you guys are available. Like, what's happening? Like, what are you saying? <laughs> yeah. I felt so bad, boy. I felt bad. So I even told Semtex, like, "I'm gonna call you back here on Monday, just to ask see if there's some work we could do together, maybe a feature." I'll call him in five. I was like, man, so what is available? Okay, cool. Like, let's have a conversation. Oh, Brought him down to the Universal building. Like, I put aside it within two weeks. I was like, yeah, let's wrap this up. By the way, I 100% thought you were mad doing that deal. Like, I yeah, I know. I know. I a, lot, a lot of people did. <laughs> a lot of people. The thing is, even Sam was like, when he found he was like, good luck, bro. Like, well done, but good luck. It's, it's, it's a lot of work, but good luck. And I was like, but I saw like, the potential, I was like, this guy's got a fan base. Mm. 
no matter what's happened like in his personal life or wherever it is, like he's got a, he's got absolute fan base. Because I was like, even the other day, was like looking at his streams, like not even the ones that've been in the charts where just does everything combined, and like he easily's done like since we signed him like over 150 million streams, and we're just like, right, this guy streams well when you're not there, and for for low cost like don't have to do put much into it like he's just got a fan base there that's just ready to listen to what he's got to say so i was like you well, know for that alone let's I just do it when you got your uh 6 30 i see that plaque in the background <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was definitely like yeah so i definitely saw something before i didn't see still yeah no, I, know, 100%, I know a lot of people was like nah i don't know what you're doing but but i knew i knew something was right when your phone started to ring for features. Like, oh, can we get Gecko? Like, even now, people are like, oh, can I get Gecko on a feature? Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, I was like, okay, I must be doing something right here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then I, mem I remember playing the demo to the label. Yeah. And then I think at the time, I had, there was another song that I signed with Naira Marley and someone else, and they were concentrating on that record. They was like, nah, that's the record that's going to go. I think the song was called Plus Four Four. Yeah. So they was like, it's gimmicky. That's when all the songs, like the gimmicky songs were starting to come through. So they was like, yeah, that's what we need to jump on. That's what we need to jump on. Like, that's the one that's going to be a hit. And I was like, nah, there's a new wave of like Afrobeat coming through, like your notes, your NSG, um, all them people like that, in that kind of, you know, Malik Berry's like, they were coming through. So I was like, this is, this is where we need to be at. Like, this is what we need to do. So I played in a song and they're like, nah, um, this ain't going to be a hit. And I was like, trust me. And then I remember John pulling me aside and he was like, he was like, are you sure, Sam? Like, are you sure? Like, you know that, you know that question? Like, are you sure this is a hit? And I was like, trust me, like, this is the one. Like, this is, this is actually the one. And he was like, oh, okay, cool. No problem. If you feel like it's the one, we're going to go with you. And then I remember the first day, like the video coming out and it just, absolutely flying Mad. like literally 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 like absolutely flying just proper proper flying so um and then yeah the rest is like started going on radio blah 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 and i think i think the record's at like gold now or past gold so that's man that's amazing bless. yeah bless and i remember them i remember them like being like oh like yeah is he sure but sometimes you just got to go with your gut Yes. And not and, and, and everyone is gonna be everyone's gonna feel like you're just going against the grain for the sake of going against the grain. But when you know, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and what have you continued to do since then? Because I know Gecko's not the only one and you got the management company going on. Like what's going on? Um yeah, obviously you've got the management company going on, still doing um Rebecca Garten, work with a few producers. Um shout out Rebecca. Um, yeah, shout out, shout out Rebecca. I think she's still logged in. And then, um, yeah, just work, working on, on other acts on, like, the label. So she's also on the label. Or as I bought um, acts like Kiddercuds through, like, Wayhead. Like, he had, he had a song at the beginning with, like, Burner Boy. Then he had the It's Survived. And he had, he had to put another record with, with, with Gecko. So did a few of those things. Like, just bringing, like, the young, like, kind of, black artists, Afrobeat artists through and then now I think for me it's like trying to like bring R and B back again. The same thing kinda of like what we've done with Angel, because I just feel like UK is like, I like that. on the R and B back. Sounds yeah. back. Hundred percent. I just I feel like we're on the cusp of it again. So 
Yeah. It just makes sense to like just keep keep it going. Not just for us for like the generations behind us, do you know what I mean? So where like they can have a whole infrastructure um and, and a blueprint to work from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And I guess like that leads us to some of the things you got going on now because like whenever I talk to you, I'm just like you're busy. <laughs> like and I think one of the reasons I wanted to do this chat with you is because people don't know the history and the story and why you're why you're so busy, do you know what I mean? But what's mm -hmm. your what is it? What's your like it's an interesting question. What what drives you? What's your motivation for doing everything? Because you're busier than most, bruv. You're, I call you, you're like, I'll call you and you'll be like, yeah, I'm just in LA. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I, think, I think with with LA, it's just like, obviously, the, the, the when, when you drop music nowadays, like the whole world sees it, but then that, that obviously is the pinnacle. Like, the US is the pinnacle. And yeah. in terms of, like, playlists, in terms of support, in terms of volume, that's where it's at. Do you know what I mean? So my main thing is, like, getting contacts there, building contacts there, knowing how it works out there. Do you know what I mean? It's just so that when you do eventually break America, that is always the aim. That's literally the pinnacle. You, you're already there. You're like five steps ahead. You know who you need to talk to about streaming. You know who to talk to about radio. You need to talk to about urban radio or street radio or whatever it is. Like you're literally like five steps ahead. And even like whilst you're working stuff here, especially in the sector that we're working in, you need that support from key playlist people out there. Like, it's extremely important that you've got that support there. I've, so then they can feed back to the people over here and say, okay, yeah, do you know what? We know about this. This is going on. And it kind of gives the people in the UK that encouragement to support the act. So you're just out here, basically? Yeah, just work it, working hard, building networks, like, trying to, you know, get try and get as many people into the things that's going on at her. And I, and I feel like that's been good because there's a lot of the, the key people in the US that don't know about some people over here. Um, and they're yeah. starting to know because I'm like, yeah, why don't you check? And sometimes, well, a lot of the times they don't even benefit me, but I'm just like, look, if it's going to help like the, the scene and everyone like move forward, then it's important that I'm letting them know what's going on because then eventually it's, it's going to help me. Yeah. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. So I think the main thing now is like, my main thing, obviously we did it, with with Angel to an extent, and I feel like we've got that blueprint now. If he can do it, then the other like like the young guys or girls coming through can do it. Especially on the on the R B tip, like you see it with like the Summer Walkers and everyone coming through, and they're doing like three nights at Brixton or whatever it is. So obviously there is a hunger for it over here. We just yeah. got to make sure the music's right, the campaigns are right. Do you know what I mean? The, the right people are supporting it, and it can be done here. But we just, just got to work hard. But then that's why I'm making sure that the connects over there are good. So then when it does break through, we're in. Do you know what I mean? And, and it, it then becomes like an international thing. No, I hear that. So we got a couple of questions. All right. We got a couple. We could get into it. All right. So Sean14 says, what's your advice for navigating relationships with different managers and labels? Um, it just depends because that 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 story seems like it's like two. In terms of like relationships, are they are they talking about like you know like when you're trying to like play 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 the game? Do you know what I mean? I guess like I guess different um different different networking. I guess he's asking like how yeah. how, do you, how do you manage you know the conversations? I guess or the. I the think I think I think as if 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 you're going as like an artist, for example, 
um, it's about doing your research. Like that's the most important. I literally used to do my research and used to like speak to everyone. I'll try to try if, if I'm if I'm trying to sign an act to a particular label, I'm just like, okay, what has this person done? Who have they signed? What are their music tastes? Um, what is their yeah, no, what what genres have they brought, what arts acts have they broken? And I think that's that's the most important thing I would I would do um first thing in terms of navigating a relationship because you don't want to go into something like if you're like i don't know if like you're a pop act you're not going to then go and sign to a label that does classical music you know what i mean or if you're doing jazz you're not going to go and sign to a manager that's only learn how to do reggae like you need to do your research and understand what the person has done before how they've done it like go meet them fill them out like i'm i'm sorry please and like just catching a good vibe, asking the right questions. And if you're getting like the right questions asked and you feel like you're on the same page and the same wavelength, then that's that's always the best part, place to start. Obviously, it's never going to be perfect from the off. Do you know what I mean? And there's going to be like bumps in the road. But if like at least like 90% of the time you're on the same wavelength, like you understand each other and more, then I think that's, that's the best way to do it. What about if the person's an executive and they're not an up-and-coming artist? How do they manage their relationships? I think, like, I think, for, I think for me, what I used to do is like reach. Out, I would like reach out to to certain people or within wherever here or US, and just like get to know them. I would literally just get to know them, like what makes you tick, like what what. How did you get into the industry? Like, just ask ask questions, like, and then that's that's just the best way to kind of like figure them out. Just literally get to know them, ask questions, vibe show your interest, get their interest, all that kind of stuff. And I think that's, the, that's literally the best. And, and consist, consistency is the best thing. Don't don't try and, like, hit them up one week and then you're not getting what you're getting. And then you're like, oh, forget them. And then you try and hit them up six months later. And it's like, nah, like, don't, don't do like. But I think with me and, like, building relationships, like, I'm constantly, like, hitting people up. Hey, how's it going? Hey, like, what's happening? Be easy, though. Be easy. I had someone hit me up the other day. And they was chasing me over two days on a Sunday, like, yo. Oh, yeah, 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 how do I get into A and R? And I was like, I always say, I always say, what dark is that? Have you got any hits? <laughs> I said, I said, I said that to all. I said the best way for you to like get into the industry, bring some hits. Literally, yeah, buddy, literally. Okay. I was like, oh, have you got? Have you got any? But if, but that's just the harsh reality. It's like, have you got? Any, oh, sorry, guys. I was like, have you got? Have you got any records that I can actually play? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I go into the label, they're like, okay, yeah. Like, and that's, that's, that's how I say, like, go out there, do your research. But like, you can't just be emailing people saying, I just want to get in, I just want to get in, while there's artists out there that might need...
Yeah. You might need like people to help them, like and use use that to work your way in. No, I hear that. All right, so let's move to the next question of the air. This new feature is sick. I've never seen this before. Come on, man. It's me you're talking to. Um, Relina Sanchez says, how do you deal with being in a relationship with somebody in the industry? <laughs> Sticky one. Sticky one still, Sam. Yeah, don't do it, guys. Stay away. Fully stay. <laughs> um, no, it's all right. It's cool. I think it's cool. I think you just got to... Um, you just got to make work, make work be work. And <laughs> let work's got to be work and the relationship's got to be relationship. Like, don't, don't mix both. It's just not going to work. I don't feel it's going to work. It's like, it's too much. But yeah. I don't want to lie. I commend you guys. I can't do it, personally. Like, my yeah. girlfriend is an accountant and it's the best thing ever. She tells yeah, me about her daily bookkeeping. It's and cool. like my, 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 my partner, she, she's in like the podcasting business. And obviously she does her thing. Big up Melinda Sanchez in the comments as well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, like she does she does her thing. They're doing really well. The receipts are absolutely killing it. I'm so, killing it so much. I'm like, I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> Bro, can I say, yeah, we got <laughs> Melina Sanchez because her killing the podcast world is what inspired this to also be a podcast <laughs> because Big up I started life. seeing what was going on and I'm like, hold on a minute. This is the life page just say cutting it. <laughs> I need to get some Apple as well, man. Hundred percent. It's the way forwards. It's the way forward. <laughs> I might even start my own podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I am down. Listen, I'm down, I'm down. I'm down. Trust me, boy. But um yeah, I think it's it's easy it's easily done. You just got obviously it has this ups and downs, but it's like you're kind of like in, in the lineup. I feel like with me and my part, we try and stay out of the limelight as much as possible. As much as we put. And just like, your life has got to be your life, innit? Mm. And, and, and you just want a normal life as much as possible. So we try and like, try and do our thing, try and say, keep it separate. Obviously, good thing about it is like, obviously she's, she's an artist in her own right as well, trying to get into mute or get her stuff back out again. But um, mm. yeah, well, hopefully, Hold tight, Elena, because the EP soon lands. <laughs> I think you just got just got to be wise about it and just um, separate all relationship one side, music, yeah. work, podcast on the other side, and then keep it moving. Makes sense. Makes sense. Your question here from Arctic Beats: What's the best way for a producer to get a foot into the industry? First of all, consistency. 100% consistency. Um, I, you know what the thing is? Yeah, I know a lot of producers, like, they'll, they'll send you... Like, I used to get p people email me, send you beats. The day after, will be like, oh, yeah, I've sent you some beats. So, yeah, so can I get in with your artist? And you're like... I'm like, first of all, this beat is okay. It's not even that great. Like, it's it's okay. Like, there's no demo. It's like, it's just the beat or whatever. Like, it's, it's, it's okay. Like, come back to me, like, when you've got something, like, substantial. Maybe there's, there's a song on it or a hook on it. Like, anything so that we can then maybe try and get it to the artist. But then sometimes it's all, like, do your proper research. Like, if there's a particular artist that you know I'm um, a in or managing or whatever it is, what I would do as producer is go to their previous records, listen to the sound, like, listen to what they're talking about, listen to what the artist is into, and then try and tailor-make a record, whether you have to get, like, a writer in or whatever, and say, you know what, 
I think this record can work. This sounds like it could be a great song. Can I pitch it to your artist? Mm. And that, that's the best way for me, I think, to... to <laughs> even at, at quarter to ten. Um, even with... Um, even I've lost lost my train Even with the artists, it's like as the A and R, like mm. we still have the job. Well, fly catcher, yeah. Man, <laughs> kill a fly quickly. Um yeah, even as the A and R, we have to do, we still gotta sell it in to the art. And I, I don't think people realise that. They're like, Well, you're the A and R, so just make them do it. Like you can't make an art <laughs> just jump on a song or cut a song like it ha do you know what I mean it has to it has to make sense yeah. so make our job easier by just <laughs> I hate to say bring me the hits <laughs> <laughs> but in a, in a sense of like go to the chart like what is a hit right now what's a hit on radio like listen to that like, I remember Darkers always used to say to me as well like are you listening to radio are you listening to what's like on the, are you going in the charts to check in what's actually working? Because then you find like similarities in a lot of the songs, and that's what mm -hmm. he's like. But actually, do you know what? That actually makes sense. Yeah, and as Shakela said, yeah, make it make sense, hundred percent. Make, make it make sense. Give me some hits. Make it make sense. All right, I got a couple of questions of my own that I always ask guests. All right. So my first one is, what would you tell the younger Sam Adebayo? What would you tell that young Sam Adebayo, knowing what you know now, where you are now, what would you tell that younger Sam Adebayo? I, I would say I'll tell the younger Sam Adebayo, definitely do more research. Like, don't don't take things for granted. Like, I feel like, for example, with like the Spotify thing, like we had it, we had it two years before it came out. This is just an example. Before it came out to the general public and anything, I could have like, done way more research on it like actually understood what it what, what streaming was about but again because the rest of the industry wasn't taking streaming seriously plus streaming actually did, at that point wasn't legal yet it was only a thing in Sweden that they had tried and, tri and tried and tested so I was like oh when it when it comes it comes but I feel like if I had taken my time to research and actually delved into it I probably would have been way 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 ahead of the game, ahead of other people, um, like just getting connects, talking to people. So I think like when it did come, that's why I was like, you know what, I need to step it up big time because I've had a head start here and I haven't had make make the most of it. So that's why when it comes to like streaming, all that kind of stuff, I'm making sure like, I know who's who, who I need to talk to, who I need to like take to lunch or dinner or whatever it is because it's just like this This is where we, this, this is where the music industry is at. So I need to be the game so I definitely will say do more research um try as much as possible to be ahead of the game and not only just in like like the industry stuff but even in terms of artists as well like be out there find out who's hot what's new like constantly that don't get complacent mm. and, and 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 most importantly be consistent like this this thing takes time yeah be consistent and and never never give up. Okay, very very good answer. Tell the young, younger version of yourself. <laughs> um, and then I guess the second question I always asks is like, you've done so much, right? You've had Angel and Deals, both signed in America. You know, Gecko's 
Okay, everything does happen so much. Like, yeah. what's uh, what's next? Like, what what do you want to achieve next? What do you want to do? I think for I think for me, my most important thing is like not only trying to like obviously you break, you want to break more acts, more UK acts, but it's like breaking genres. I think is the most important. Like, I feel like that. For everyone like yourself and other people in the like the R and B thing, for example, is like a it's like a big thing for everyone. One because we grew up on it and we grew up seeing how important it was for the US at whole and then how important it is for those artists. And I feel like doing stuff like that, breaking genres like R and B, breaking genres like, you know, uh, Af Afro B or anything with African influence, obviously coming from African background, those things I think that are important for me, and I'm bringing those things to the limelight, bringing those things on a mainstream. You know, it's it's never going to be easy, but on at least try and like give it a go. Do you know what I mean? And try and try and create something like that. Obviously, still working on the the management company as well, building a roster, building like a try and just like just looking at like I literally study Diddy, like literally, like that guy is an absolute legend anyone that knows me knows like not only him but just the whole uh building and foundation of bad boy is just is phenomenal and just trying to build something that can stand the test of time but building quality after quality after quality i think that's that's the hard thing and that's that's the ultimate dream just to build something that people are excited about like build new fresh talent breaking through new genres as opposed to just breaking through just artists. So I think that's that's kind of be like my ultimate goal. And then eventually just having to like retire and just being <laughs> drinking pina coladas. Even I'm even allergic to pineapple, but you know, <laughs> no, no pineapple. Bacardi, Bacardi rums, yeah. Bacardi rums. Bacardi. Bacardi rums. <laughs> Bacardi rums. <laughs> It'd be the, the, the ultimate. But yeah, I think breaking drums, I think, is the most important thing. And I said, not just for us, but I think it's important like the next 10 years for like the generations coming, they've got something to work towards. Do you know what I mean? I think every single generation has been handed down something. I feel like we are, we need to be, um, we need to be responsible of that. And we need to try, when we've got the position or in the position to do so, we should need to try our very best as much as we possibly can do to try and leave something for, for the people behind us. Yeah. No, I totally agree, man. I hear that. And one question came in while you were talking, so let's answer it so everyone gets their questions answered. Um, Sean14 said, Thoughts of producer-created albums, I feel they can dominate the scene if crafted correctly. What's your thoughts, Sam? Yeah, it can, it can help. I think some people are starting to, to do that already, certain, certain, um, certain producers. Obviously, the biggest of them being like your Khalids or, or whatever it is, um, but I think I think I think that's gonna be like an, a next wave. I feel like if um if the records are good, if records are good enough, there's and and the artists on those records are are good, then I, I don't see no reason why that isn't gonna be the new the new wave. It's just it's just gotta make sense. Do you know what I mean? There's there's no point just saying you wanna do it and then nobody knows, not in a bad way, no one either knows who the artist is or the records are just not good. It's just not going to work like that. But a hundred percent, do you feel like that's going to be a thing that's going to happen? Where the producer, if you look at like someone like London on the track or whatever it is, like he's he's putting out records, he's putting out songs, 
mm. you know, and and people like Khaled are, are doing it. And there's other producers that are doing it out there that that are eventually going to start putting out albums and and stuff like that. I think I think it's going to be important, but the the songs have to be the songs there. The songs have to be strong, extremely strong, and they, they need to sound like hits. And they need to have a or at least have a purpose or a plan. Like just don't have songs just for the sake of trying to get on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. have a behind it, have some thought behind it. Let like. Give us something that we can buy into. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Makes sense. Well, so we come to the end, man. Mad. Feel like it's gone mad quick. It has gone quick. I feel yeah. like we probably could have went more in depth for things, yeah, but yeah. we'll be here all night. <laughs> trust me, trust. Thanks for having me, bro. It's sick what you're doing, man. I think people need this. Bro, I well, feel like we well, just have to, like you said, when we get in these positions help people and it's about this is for the next generation it's not about me it's not about you it's about the next 20 year old that looks at us and wants to do what we do do you know what i mean what's the no and also just yeah. highlight our journeys because i remember meeting you like mm -hmm. early doors i think we <laughs> must be boy we must be like 10 years maybe eight years deep yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Do you know what i mean and mm. it's like it's not easy and I feel like I saw someone say it earlier in the, in the part one is I feel like you showed through your journey today talking about it that persistence and perseverance has been key do you know what I mean you gotta keep going because it's hard as you know this thing is I think people see it and they see the good part mm. and they see the plaques and they see this down there and they think raw like this is great but that's the just, live events backstage that's, <laughs> that's the show boy because like you could you could have your plaques all out and your boss would still be saying to you, "Where's the hits?" <laughs> that's 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 is what it is. So it's like you got to keep going. You definitely got to keep some con consistent, and it's going to be ups and downs. You're going to get more no's. You're going to get yeses. Hundred percent. Yeah, it's a roller coaster. It's mad. It's a roller coaster. It's mad. You just got to just keep keep you know punching and just trying to trying to stay on the pitch. Stay on the pitch till you score. Stay, stay on the pitch. Four. That's it. Well, on that note, it's been a pleasure to have you, Sam. You know, this is a uh, temper flow. I always forgot my own thing there. Temper <laughs> flow, <laughs> music industry talks. And I've been Big Lloyd. It's been Sam. You can check this out. It's a podcast as well, but Apple and Spotify. And we're going to be signing out, Sam. Bless. Nice one. Later. Speak soon. Bye. 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 bye.